All right, special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. I'm your host, Al Soto, your host with the most, and it is Christmas in July, guys. Why not, right? And what better to celebrate Christmas in July with a film called White Elephant? Uh, You can check it out on demand now. Um, And, of course, we have to bring on two of the cast members. We have Lana McKissack, who plays PJ, and Paul Carmirian, who plays Scott. <laughs> Thanks for having us here on Below the Belt Show. Yeah, Thank great you. to be here. Yeah, no doubt. So um, a very fun film. And, uh, and, you know, it's you can never, you know, Christmas can be celebrated anytime. So I, I feel like, you know, watching a Christmas movie in the middle of summer on the halfway point just only makes you, you know, get more excited for the holiday season, right? 100%. <laughs> yeah. I'm the type of person that always, like, uh, in my playlist, I might have a random Christmas song, like, from Michael Buble or something that just plays randomly. And I'm not mad at it. I can, I'm, I love the Christmas vibe all year round. And I think it doesn't just, matter the month. Yeah. You know, it, 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 yeah, exactly. Yes. And of yeah. course, that was uh, a perfect way to celebrate it. So, watching a movie like this, guys. And I think we saw. Corey joined and then unjoined, but hopefully he'll be back and he is the he director and writer. All's love of Christmas and he left. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, um, if we could like go ahead and introduce your characters um from um uh, this amazing Corey. holiday movie. And we have Corey, the director, writer, joining us as well. But if you could just kind of go around and then introduce yourselves. Sure. I'm Lana McKissick. I play PJ in White Elephant. Um uh, yeah. PJ and her boyfriend, Billy, are the hosts of this annual extravaganza for their friends. All right. I'm Paul Kamarian, uh, and I play Scott in The White, of White Elephant. Um, and I am kind of, I would say, the comedic relief, the, the, the kid, kid in the group that hasn't really grown up yet. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, and it's, loves intimacy pillows. And loves intimacy pillows. <laughs> yes, yes. I hope that was a parting gift for, for the production. <laughs> and of course, we should introduce the writer and director Corey Moss. Hey, how are you? Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. So, Corey, uh, tell us about the motivation behind White Elephant. Um, and of course, I was just mentioned earlier. Um, why not, um, you know, get into the Christmas spirit in the middle of summer heat, right? Uh, it is the halfway point, I guess, between Christmas and they say Christmas in July, right? So I guess this is kind of why you guys are in, uh, promotion for this film in the middle of summer. (laughs) That's right. And it is, it is a little bit of a different Christmas movie in that, uh, you know, there's no snow, there's no Santa. So, uh, if, if you were to do a Christmas in July holiday movie, this is a perfect one, I think. So. Oh, fantastic. And uh, can you tell us about um, your experience with the White Elephant Gift Exchange? I'm sure this has been a part of maybe your family tradition or maybe your work tradition. Yeah, um, and yeah. uh, and you were able to just put this all down in the script, I guess? Is that how yeah, it Yeah, you know, I, uh, my extended family has a big uh, White Elephant Gift Exchange yeah. that we went to. And my, my two brothers and I are super competitive and we would just go there on a mission every year and we always had so much fun and and there was always some you know built-in drama there as there always is in the holidays and um you know i'm a i love holiday movies but there's so many i read the other day there's 
like 80 that are made every year. So um, it just felt like if, you know, like we had to do something really different. And uh, I think we accomplished that with White Elephant. So. Oh, absolutely. I totally uh, have and Com said I laughed. Um, you know, I got caught up in the emotions with the drama. He had thrown a little bit of drama, which is good. Um, but tell us about this amazing cast because uh, I mentioned earlier that this is a very diverse cast. So I was wondering if that was what was intended, or um, were you pretty much casting based on, you know, who who brought their best performance um, during the audition process? Yeah, you know, we. Uh, uh auditioned it like, uh, you know, any other uh, normal audition process, except that it was during the pandemic. And, and I think, you know, we had people that were more available than, than maybe usual, you know, because uh, there wasn't a lot of production happening. So absolutely yeah, an amazing amount of people audition, which was super flattering. And, um, you know, the cast that you see are, are, the, you know, people who just completely shine throughout that process. And, um, you know, uh, with uh, as a uh, as a producer and uh, on other projects and with this movie, uh, you know, my philosophy is 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 typically to not uh, set out to, to type to cast any certain uh, um, race or or even look. Um, and so, you know, when we uh, when we when we put out uh, the, the roles, um, we look at everybody. And so um, it's interesting, like, um, you know, the, the, the people who were also auditioning for these roles didn't necessarily look like each other, you know, like they were all different. And also people auditioned for some different roles. So um, Nathan, who plays Billy, originally auditioned for John and he had a mustache and and he was super funny and we, we loved mm -hmm. him for that role. And and when we were talking about casting him in it, our casting director said, well, you know that he's Lana's husband in real life. And we didn't know that. So I um, oh, like, well, we'll read for Billy then, you know, just so they can read once together. And then when we saw them read together, it was like, okay, that, that, you know, now we have to rethink John because he's perfect for Billy. And, um, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, a lot of fun. It was an amazing cast and, and uh, super fun to put together. Wait, so let me get this straight. So Lana, you're, um, the actor plays Billy as your real life husband? Yeah, we've been married for eight years. Oh, wow. So uh, does that make um, everything easier uh, when having me on, uh, on camera chemistry, obviously? I'm assuming it does. Yeah, absolutely. It makes everything easier. I mean, we always help each other with all of our auditions. So I was reading behind the camera for his audition. He was reading behind for mine. And this it just worked out that we got to read on camera together and um, yeah, getting to work together is always a dream. He's my favorite scene partner and it's, yeah, it was a blast, especially in the middle of a pandemic. It was, he was a big sense of security and, and fun. Oh, that's so cool. And now uh, Paul, tell us about your, your scene partner. Um, the actress that you work with that played your girlfriend. Yeah. How yeah. Work with her? Carmela is absolutely talented. Uh, it was it was uh, such a pleasure working with her. And I, I feel like we even though we realistically didn't have much time to, uh, you know, get chemistry in in such a like in for, for something like this, uh, the rehearsal process that we had on Zoom actually helped a lot to, you know, get to know everyone and get to know our scene partners and and people that we had to, you know, create this uh, chemistry with and this friend group with. So um, it was so easy acting alongside um, Carmela. 
uh, and of course everyone else. I mean, everyone was so talented, and and I think our jobs were made a lot easier with the casting because casting did such a great job, and and uh, it was such a great group of people to uh, be acting alongside with, um, and it was just great, especially during in the middle of a pandemic to even have that opportunity and yes. and and to you know to do our thing, uh, especially in such a such a freeing um environment like Corey created a set that was just so uh so like pleasurable to be uh, a part of in this as an actor because we we ultimately had freedom uh, sometimes to even improv and and you know find our own uh natural blocking or or things and he gave us that freedom um which which was very refreshing um and yeah i i personally i love that style of of acting and, and that's actually one of my questions was the yeah. improv because there's a lot of especially in the blooper reel at the end it seemed like there was uh, maybe yeah. some freedom to kind of improv some lots of dad jokes yeah. <laughs> which Corey, i'm sure you have a uh, dad jokes are must be near and dear to your heart uh, because they're they're all over with especially with the billy character um, <laughs> so so cory how did you uh, get to taking a lot of the improv was that something that was easy to, to do and, and incorporate into the film? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Nathan and I had a conversation early on and I was telling him a little bit of the inspiration behind the puns. And, you know, I have a, a, a group of friends and I, and we're always just trying to outpun each other. And I said, you know, you're really just trying to impress your wife and impress your best friend here with your puns. And I said, so feel free to drop them uh, you know as much as you want and so he did his homework and came back with like uh you know 50 uh 50 great new puns and uh some of them made it in the movie some of them are in the edit reel and there's probably another couple dozen that are on the cutting room floor but um besides <laughs> the puns it, there wasn't a ton more improv as far as dialogue goes just because um everyone did such an amazing job memorizing it during the uh the rehearsals um and so sometimes when you're counting on that memorization um you know and and somebody throws some improv in there it can it can throw things off so um sure. really besides the punch but then uh there was a lot of improvisation as far as just movement i mean we originally uh blocked everything out and all of the movements out but when we got into the heat of filming it it just we really let the actors do their natural their natural movements of sort of you know following the gifts around and chasing the gifts and and uh and that that created a real loose uh you know camera style and everything uh that I, that i thought turned out really nice awesome um well um let's talk about uh some other aspects of the film uh i guess i really shouldn't try to get too spoiler territory but they're there was some drama with your character, PJ, uh, Lana's character, PJ, revealing um, a secret about one of her friends uh, that she was with child. And uh, um, that, yeah, that can be a very sensitive topic. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, tell us, about, have you have you ever dealt with or had a friend that's dealt with something like that by, by spoiling something so sacred amongst like, you know, a public setting like that? Well. Amongst friends, at least, but uh, has basically has a secret ever been let out in your experience that uh, along that magnitude is what I'm trying to ask. You know, none of my friends are a holes, so that has not happened to me. Okay. But, um, you know, okay, what she did, what PJ did was really not cool. 
I mean, she kind of lets everyone have it a little, but that was like next level. Um, I think we've all, we all can relate in that we've all done things we're not proud of. And then in retrospect, been like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Um, so I try to give her a little leeway with the fact that she, you know, learned that her boyfriend, longtime boyfriend and best friend have been hiding this secret from her. And she just kind of lashes out at everyone. I'm not sure why she lashes out at everyone else. But I think that's that is a human thing. Unfortunately, people do that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've seen that happen in real life. But I do feel like as a when I was in like middle school and, you know, things were like super hormonal. I do remember writing an email to like all my friends and one by one being like, you know, Amanda, you did this to me. And like, <laughs> this to me. And then I, I just remember this recently and I was like, oh, my God, I kind of pulled a PJ, except that I didn't say anything that was like too hurtful. I, I realized in retrospect right. that I trying to push everyone away because we were all going to different high schools and I couldn't handle the pain. So maybe that's what Peach is trying to do. She's hurting so much. She's like, I, I got to push these people away. And uh, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt on that one. All right. Yeah. And um, I think, and I think I, just to interrupt, yes, I think it's a, it's a testament to how amazing of an actress that Lana is that uh, by the end of the movie, you are back in love with her. So, you know, that that takes some, something really special, I think, you know. And, of course, it's a Christmas movie, you know. You gotta, the friends have to make up, you know. <laughs> sure. and it, which is evidenced by the end. With a, and I love the way how you handled the uh, kind of like the uh, several months later aspects with all the characters and where they were in the future. Um, or was it the following Christmas, I believe, um, and where they were. And... Uh, but that, that's in the spoiler territory. So, <laughs> but uh, it's very nice. I love how you handled that. Um, really cool. And even in the opening credits, you know, the credits are on the Christmas balls. That was really cool. I right. like that. Right. That was really clever. Uh, let's see. One aspect uh, that I learned from the film is about perfect alcohol level, the PAL. And uh, that is so important, man. <laughs> Paul, that was your character. That, that was uh, your character, right? Yes. That brought up the... Uh perfect alcohol level (laughs) he's just looking out for everyone you have to have that perfect alcohol level you know you you don't want to overdo it you don't want to underdo it it's like right that sweet spot the goldilocks effect yeah no sometimes i i i I get better at billiards what after i've had a few drinks because it calms the nerves so there's there's the perfect the pal for playing pool or sports there's a pal for being able to drive there's a PAL, you know, obviously. And that yeah. PAL is zero everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Hey, thank you. Thank exactly. you. <laughs> and a PAL, yeah, basically for lovemaking. Is there one? I think yeah. someone mentioned it over. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't you want to go into dangerous territory on that one either. So you, I've learned a lot from your film. You know, right. I can say, you know, just some of the terminology. It's great. Um, what else? Um, let's talk about... Um, Gosh, so first of all, uh, before I get into other stuff, um, the chemistry with you guys, like I, I felt like I was really watching a bunch of best friends. So uh, congratulations to the entire cast for being able to just uh, bring that together. You know, so yeah. I know when you cast people, you know, sometimes, you you know, you're not sure if there's chemistry, especially um, the, the, the people that are playing couples, you know, you have to make sure that that you have that chemistry and then that it's believable. And every single one of the, the couples did a fantastic job. 
um, in that. So I was wondering, did anyone fall in love on set with their actual? Uh, I know, I know, with you, uh, Lana, you and um, yeah, they fell husband. in love all over again. But uh, <laughs> was there any romance afterwards for any of the cast? <laughs> well, no. I did. I. I I guess I'm going to have to say this and reveal it. It's pretty personable, but I did fall in love with the bull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the inflatable bull. Okay. Yep. So you, so you took that home. Yep. And we okay. had a nice romance. It lasted, uh, you know, maybe six months or so. And then things just fizzled out. Would you say they deflated? <laughs> Among other things, right? <laughs> what, about, what about the pillow, Corey? Who fell in love with? Yes, the who pillow? who brought home the pillow? That that relationship was had a lot of bull in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I I uh, I tried. You know, the the funny thing about the pillow is that um, you know all of these gifts, as you know, the rules are that they had to be a hundred dollars and. Um, so when I was, you know, I had my, uh, my prop department hat on and I was building up the props for this, like, okay, I need to find a sex pillow for a hundred dollars. So I ordered it on Amazon, which just so you know, you can get those on Amazon. Okay. And it shows up in the mail. I'm like, this is a hundred dollars. Right. They paid a hundred dollars for that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I tried to like, I tried to use the cost of it to like woo my wife to like, I was like, hey, babe, I got a $100 sex fellow. It, her reaction was the same as mine. Like, That's $100? <laughs> What's it for? I don't, you know, so uh, I, I think it's still in the wrapping somewhere. So uh, maybe maybe we'll, uh, like, you know, auction it off or something. <laughs> What's the worst gift that each of you have received uh, during the holiday season? Oh, the worst. First gift. I feel like I've gotten a few re-gifts in my time. Like I've yeah. got like um ba- like gift baskets that clearly expired five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got one of those oh, too. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> and you can totally tell it's re-gifted because of the expiration date, some of the yeah. items. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Julie. You're like, who is Julie? <laughs> right. <laughs> Paul Great. Corey, I, well Corey, I know because I know you got something to say about that because your experience during the White Elephant uh, gift exchange, right? Yeah, jeez, I mean, there's so many. I think I got a uh, a coffee machine from a girl I was dating, and I don't drink coffee. Oh wow! So. I'm almost. I don't know what's more surprising, her getting that gift, knowing you don't like coffee, or the fact you don't like coffee. What's <laughs> <laughs> about you? You don't drink coffee? No. Do you drink tea or you don't need caffeine at all? Uh, I'll drink iced tea, but I don't, not because not I need it really. Just. Wow. Wow. All right. Paul, do you have any. Uh... And then we broke up that day. By the oh, way. of course. <laughs> well, that makes but sense. I kept, I kept the coffee machine still. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> any coffee um, gifts, Paul? Uh, so during a white elephant, I got. I ended up with uh, a makeup set that I didn't need. Um, so yeah, definitely the the worst gift for me personally. I'm sure someone else would be like, "Yeah, makeup set," but yeah, I just didn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> You're an actor, Paul. Surely you need a little makeup sometimes. 
it just wasn't my color and my foundation. So. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of glitter. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, have you thought about um, a sequel for this film? Uh, yeah, actually, I have. I've been I've been writing uh, been writing it, and oh, good. Uh, um, I, I think I have a pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty excited about how it's coming together. So, yeah. Oh, that's great! And of course, all the original cast will be back. Absolutely, it would never would never do it without them. And, and yes, uh, there's awesome. a line in the movie if you remember where they talk about a couple who was there the first year and then they had to miss a year, so they got uninvited for for and so. Uh, in the sequel, that couple comes back, uh, and they have a big secret. So that's that's the, the hook. Secrets oh. on secrets. That's a lot of fun. And it's a musical, and Paul d- dances throughout the whole movie. Yeah, the, the, I, I saw that the Coco's a singer. Paul, you're a dancer. So a lot of people have musical backgrounds as well. Yeah. Well, everyone. I feel like everyone has some kind of crazy multi-talent from this cast. It's kind of insane. Cast is musical. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So that that's the perfect route to go through, go on. Although there was a little musical number at the end, at the end credits. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. You get to see everyone's talents there. Yeah. Um, except for the actor <clears throat> that plays Wayne, because he said he doesn't sing. I guess. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but everyone <laughs> everyone did a great job. Well, I I would like to talk about some other projects. Um, if we could, uh, feel free to plug away because I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of stuff to promote now that productions are starting to open up and. Sure. Um, actually, I was seeing here, Lana, that you were in another Christmas movie recently. Yeah, I've done a few. Um, I did a, a Christmas movie. Christmas was one I did um, in 2019. 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, yeah, we shot it in Frankenmuth, Michigan, which is like the Christmas capital of America. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Um. And I, I shot another one actually mid-pandemic, um, j- right around the time that we shot this, but I was just a small role in that one. Um, and then I've done a couple others um, in years prior, but I love Christmas movies. I'm a big cheese ball and they make me very happy. And I love- Oh, to that's make- great. Found, found, I guess, a genre that kind of works for you, uh, considering this, this mul- these are multiple uh you know genres uh or sorry uh, multiple roles in this genre that you've done yeah yeah lana what else you got going on in in the um in the film and tv world that we can talk about um i have some video games coming out there's a harry potter um mobile game that's coming out uh i believe soon that in the summer or the fall and i'm the voice of awesome turtle um oh cool and I'm I'm working on this uh, this other video game that it's gonna not gonna be out for like two years, and I honestly don't even know what it is because there's so much secrecy around it. But it was my first time doing motion capture, so oh but, cool, yeah. Um, It'll put on that suit, huh? Yeah, and I'm shooting a, a thriller in September, so that will probably be out next year, and that's. That's mostly what I've got going awesome. on. Awesome. All right. And um, Paul, you got some cool things I'm looking up on your IMDb. You got a film called The Space Between. Yeah, uh, I shot that about a year ago. I think it's about to come out. I'm not sure. Um, right. And then I just recently shot um, a movie out in North Carolina that was like a YA coming of age 
a movie called Along for the Ride. It's like centers around. Yeah, I see that. All that stuff. Um, so that comes out on Netflix. I'm not sure when, but um, and then recently I did um, The Mask Dancer. Uh, and oh, cool. Recently came out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You did the Masked Dancer. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, as one of the the celebrities, or, or one of the like uh, in as another one the, capacity. The, the one of the pros that dances with the celebrity. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Oh, that must uh, that seems like a like a fun show to work on. Oh, very fun. Uh, the 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 ensemble and the cast is absolutely amazing. Um. Definitely wearing those uh, outfits was kind of uncomfortable, but uh, yeah, because dancing in a mask, it's not easy. Um, it was hard to breathe. <laughs> and on top of the mask, we had another mask under because it was COVID time. Right. So uh, it was not not the best, but the show itself was absolutely fun. And the choreographers and just the whole ensemble, it's such a great show. I love I love being a part of the, the masked uh series whether it's singer or dancer yeah that's awesome yeah. i had a, a question about the space between you can you tell us a little bit about the your character because I, I i definitely like the genre um and also yeah. um i guess did you work closely with paris jackson so i had i had i would i had a small role in that um okay. and i did work with paris jackson um and she's she's phenomenal she's awesome. uh she sang in that as well um but uh yeah it was it was a small role and a, a really cool project to be a part of uh, it takes place in like the 90s and um it, yeah uh, I, I i it's it was so long ago that i did it uh and i know that it kept getting pushed back for the the uh pre-production uh, sorry the post-production and just when it was going to be released but um yeah i'm i'm excited to see it as well awesome and uh, Corey, um, I know you you mentioned the sequel. Uh, also, do you have a, any other projects on the plate yeah. coming up? Um, it's kind of fun when uh, when I was writing this, we were developing uh, a, a script called Rosé All Day, and uh, that's oh where, wow, okay, that's where the Rosé All Day robe. That's where it comes from, from the robe. Okay, <laughs> uh, and I thought maybe this someday this will be a little Easter egg of like our uh, and then um, yeah. we're not, we got the movie made, so we made that in April and we're. And we're finishing post right now and then uh, i'm finishing post on a documentary that i'm directing that's a documentary comedy <laughs> and uh that's kind of the big focus i guess so oh wow congratulations sounds like um all of you have some amazing stuff coming up but uh before we conclude let's uh tell the audience where we can see white elephant and all the platforms if you could yeah the movie comes out july 19th and uh It'll be everywhere, uh, everywhere you can buy and rent movies. So check it out and um, then, you know, watch it again uh, in December. <laughs> watch it. Exactly. Get get all hyped up for the holidays. Mid Christmas in July and then watch it again. Watch it again in December. This is a, a holly jolly, very fun interview, guys. And uh, again, love the film. It was a lot of fun. A lot of laughs. Some intense drama among the characters. but. It's Christmas time, so you got to resolve it all in the end, right? <laughs> so, right. awesome. Well, uh, I guess uh, to close out uh, the interview, if you could go around and let us know who you are, um, your character or role in the project, and let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Hi, I'm Lana McKissick. I play PJ in White Elephant, and I'm on the Below the Belt show. 
Hi, I'm Paul Kameen. I play Scott in White Elephant, and you are on the Below the Belt show. Hey, it's Corey Moss. I'm the writer-director of White Elephant, and you're on the Below the Belt show. And if you could throw out like a Merry Christmas catchphrase. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of something clever, but I'll just do it. <laughs> uh, I'm Corey Moss, writer-director of White Elephant. Merry Christmas to all of you. Love Woo! it. I'll be. I'll probably be playing this promo for our Christmas show in December. Perfect. So <laughs> awesome. Thank you all. Hats on us. Yes. Oh yeah. I know, right? Let's do a um nice little snapshot on the count of three. One, two, and all right. Awesome. Thanks so much for talking to us. This is Thank fun. You. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Paul. Nice to meet you, Lana. You as well, Al. Corey. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's a lot of fun. Take care, guys. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.